You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, the All-Star Weekend is upon us. Stay tuned. Season 4, Episode 29 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw with you today. Chase, how are you? I, I, I'm great. I was expecting this lovely Sunday or something like you always ask, but so that kind of threw me off, but I'm okay. How are you? Well, we're flying today. Uh, I'm doing great. This might be a little shorter of an episode, but uh, big Sunday. I don't know if the people are aware. They probably are, but it's a big Sunday. A lot of football on, um, and then... The only little time period where Chase and I aren't like super invested is the 425 time frame. But with Chase having a family dinner and then me having to go do some shopping, you know, we had to find some place to get the episode in. So we're doing it at halftime right now of the Bengals Ravens game. The Bengals up 24 to 7. Absolutely love to see it. And I don't know if you saw Joe Mixon's celebration after his touchdown. Mm, as a salty Bengals fan, I was so excited to see it. Did he do a coin flip or something? He did a coin flip, and then as it landed on the ground, he kicked it away. That's awesome. I, I'm a big fan of that. Absolutely fantastic. And I got to say, I know our days have started a little bit differently, Chase, because uh, you had a very late night traveling back from Ohio with your hockey team. However, I got up, got a shower in, got a little... Uh, online church service i clean my bathroom clean my bedroom i'm re-seasoning our cast iron pan 
We got a bunch of stuff going on today. It feels like the most productive day I've had since moving down to Indy. I'm feeling great. Yeah, that's, that's huge. I'm happy to hear that. It sounds like a lot more than I plan on doing today or this week because I have an off week, so I've got nothing to do. So your, your three hours of work that you put in at that point today is significantly more than I'm going to do, hopefully, in the next like 72 minimum. So we're going to be gaming big time is what you're saying. That's the plan. Good stuff. All right, well, on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, going to be talking about Nikita Kucherov being... Uh, yeah, you know, a bit of an all-star, a uh, little game review, game preview, and then after the commercial break, talk about the end of World Juniors, the all-star rosters, and then also talk about the fourth overall pick from this past draft. But we'll start with Nikita Kucherov. He's a good little player, don't you think? I don't know. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, Cooch is Cooch is a dog, and it's it's no no surprise that he ended up as as the all star from the team, the initial roster. Um, like he's just he's just that guy, and you know you could argue maybe it should have been Stammer, and actually I think CBS Sports it was listed as Stammer being the initial team and, and like our initial player from the team, the all star game. But Cooch is just a dog. He's only you know I don't know what the number is but he's he's like you know 15 20 points shy of being averaging two points per game it's well over a point per game uh he's just having a hell of a year shocker like always yeah I mean this guy is just so consistently dominant on the offensive side I saw a tweet from Jay Fresh with Nikita Kucherov's player card and he was talking about hey with defensive numbers as bad as this uh you don't expect a guy to be uh, you know, in the league lawn, but Nikita Kucherov makes up for it and more with just how offensively dominant he is. So makes sense that he's going to be going to the all-star break. One of the flashiest players we have in the league today. Oh yeah, dude. He, he's fun. Um, and just, I, I don't know why I just, I just remember this. Um, like, I mean, I, I do remember why, but like, I, I, I just, I don't know if they bring it up for some reason. I, I think I sent you the tweet. Um, so the other day, someone, um, tweeted like, uh, Josh Allen transformation is like if Tate Thompson turned into Nikita Kucherov. They tweeted this back in like 2019 or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just quote tweeted it again, and all I said was okay. Yeah, like like you, you know what? That, that was that was kind of fair. So like, shout out shout out to Tate Thompson by the way. I just, just wanted to throw that out there because like he basically is just six foot seven Nikita Kucherov at this point. Yeah, I mean the guy's been fantastic. But let's get into some game review, game preview. We're only gonna do one each. Uh, the fans know what happened with the Minnesota game. We didn't get to cover it because it was on a Wednesday. Wednesday night, but we're just going to skip past that one. Uh, unfortunately, Minnesota was the reason our win streak came to an end. And now we're one game away from a losing streak because our game on Friday was a loss to the Winnipeg Jets. This is a team that we talked about. I mean, the back end, their defense, it wasn't great a couple of years ago, but with Connor Hellebuck standing on his head and the defense really progressing, this team has become much more sound when it comes to the back end. Yeah, I mean they're like they're just looking like like really strong, honestly. Because uh, Hellbuck is as bounced back as you mentioned. Josh Morrissey is just he's just that guy. I mean, like he he's just having having a great year. Super super talented hockey player, and the teams it's just it's just kind of rolling for them right now. They're, like they're they're really just gelling. They're they're playing really well. And uh, a little, f- I guess, fun fact of the day. You know, it wasn't fun that our that our team lost, but fun fact of the day is that our former te- or former classmate Kyle Connor. 
set the Winnipeg Jets franchise all-time record for um, game-winning goals at 41. So he's probably going to smash and hold that record forever. Um, but so th- so that was the one cool thing you know to pull out of this game. But it, you know it, it it was it was a tough go just because Winnipeg's been playing so well. They're 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 honestly becoming one of the favorites you know every day coming out of the West for me. Forty-one game-winning goals is wild for a guy who's yeah. only twenty-six years old. Yeah, that's that's just that's just insane. Yeah, guy's been fantastic, and you mentioned Josh Morrissey. I mean, the guy's up at forty-six points right now through only thirty-nine games. Uh, he's been fantastic, and you're making a lot of sense there, Chase, with your thought on maybe this is the team to beat in the West. Uh, the Avs haven't looked as dominant as they were last year. Vegas looks good, but will they be able to continue going through? We'll have to see. But definitely a contender here in the Winnipeg Jets. Now, when we look forward, we've got Tuesday's matchup against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, the Blue Jackets haven't been the best team, but last night, one of their young guns, Kirill Marchenko, got his first ever hat trick. Yeah, I mean, pretty cool because I, I I know I'm I've. I'm sure it was me that told you about him like, a couple years ago, and I, I talked about him a lot. I, I loved his talent. I thought he was going to be someone who could be an emerging player coming to the NHL, and like he's played extremely well from day one getting called up, and this is just another step forward in that process. So, you know, good on him. Ho- hopefully he has a bad game against us, but yeah, I get, it's cool to see him playing really well. Yeah, and it, it's quite interesting because we talk about Kirill Marchenko doing some fun stuff here in the league. But when you look at the team overall, their power play sitting 30th, their goals for sitting 30th, their goals against 31st, as just nothing really is going right for the Columbus Blue Jackets, except for Kirill Marchenko. So this is a team that I know you said is probably the number one, number two runner for the Connor Bedard sweepstakes right now. And this is the spot that you'd most likely want to see him go of all the realistic options, obviously. If we could, you know, pull for him to come to Tampa, that would be the case. But realistically, Columbus could be a spot for him. Yeah, it's just like that. That franchise has been so depleted of superstars. They briefly had Panarin. They had Rick Nash, who you know did the best he could. But like other than that, it's just like, Zach Wierenski is kind of topping off their list a little bit. So it's it's just a, a franchise that could really use one of those players. Yeah, so really hoping to bounce back here on a two-game losing streak right now. It doesn't officially become a streak until you hit three, and we're hoping to avoid that here against Columbus. But we're going to go to a quick commercial break on the other side of the commercial break, talking about the All-Star Weekend and the end of the World Junior Championships. The NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wild card round action is the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Just place any bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet the NFL playoffs anywhere else? The app is super easy to use, and my favorite part is making a little extra money with all those parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. 
Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. And Chase, I know right now I've got a parlay on tonight's slate of games. And, you know, I'm hoping for some good stuff. Going to be betting on the NFL playoffs. And there's some really big playoff implications here tonight. 425, we've got the Rams, Seahawks. If the Rams can beat the Seahawks, that means your Detroit Lions, with a win, could sneak in. That uh, that would be so awesome. I, I'm I'm super excited. I, I've got a, a little little parlay on that too, just in case it does happen. Like the Rams winning and the Lions winning, it's like a plus eight hundred something. You know, I just put a few bucks on that. So that that would be cool if if that happens. But it, it's it's gonna be not very easy. Yeah, uh, unlike this Bengals Ravens game. This this is. Well, I'm pretty happy with the result so far. Bengals up 24 to seven. Uh, halftime is now over, so that means we got to go through quick. We got to go through quick, Jason. And uh, real quick, though, while we're talking about betting, I just remember. So we're like down in Columbus, and they just legalized sports betting in Ohio uh, January 1st. It became available, and I was, we're heading down there, and then our you know assistant coach tells me, "Go on FanDuel right now. They're offering plus 100 odds for one or more points to be scored in the Bengals Ravens game." So all all they had all they had to do was score one point total or more in that game between the two teams, and you would get double of whatever you placed. The max was fifty bucks, so like it was it was essentially a free fifty bucks. I wasn't even gonna gamble this weekend, but I was like, okay, well I'm getting free money now. Now I have to. So that, that was, was kind of cool. Yeah, it doesn't seem like good business out of them, but uh, hey. it's it's try to I think it's just try to suck people in like oh betting's this easy cool I'm gonna keep doing this and all of a sudden they lose a shit ton of money. Maybe. All right, Chase, well, let's talk about the World Juniors. Canada, they take first. The U.S., they medal as well. So even though we couldn't take down Canada, at least we got one. Yeah, it's it's good because it's been a bit of a, a struggle some few years for the U, for the USA hockey team. I know they just haven't really fared too well at the World Juniors. So to get something, you know, at least it's it's a step in the right direction, getting back to being dominant again. And too, it's too bad for Czechia. They, they were playing well. They were doing a really good job. They, they're they're no longer just kind of an afterthought in this tournament. They're a legit contender every single year, and it was that close to to being a win for them. I mean, their their goal like that, that kid couldn't have done anything more than, than like what he did in, in that tournament. He he really helped carry them. But at the end of the day, Connor Bedard, Connor Bedard, and he just took over. Like he he won gold. Like Canada, yeah, they played well as a team like overall, but like Connor Bedard won gold. Yeah, Connor Bedard was absolutely electric during this tournament. It was super fun to watch, and I can't wait to see him in the actual NHL. But let's talk about some all-star break stuff, Chase. Uh, we're going to be talking about the rosters. But before we do that, I want to just talk quickly about John Tortorella and what he said about the all-star break as uh, some media were asking him about it and some of the players, uh, should they have made it, should they not have, uh, etc. And Tortorella said he does not care about the All-Star weekend. He said he doesn't even watch it. He said the All-Star game has changed, and it feels like, and then he's like, ah, you know what, never mind. I'm just going to stop myself there. So I don't know what he was going to say, but I mean, I can't blame him. When was the last time that you've been super invested in the All-Star weekend, Chase? Super invested or just like watched? Like it's what you want on. Like, you don't put it on in the background for like a video game or anything like that. Like you made a purpose, you made a plan to sit your butt down and put it on TV and watch the whole thing. 
that first year that they did the draft where they like there was the two captains. I think it was Lindstrom and whoever the hell the other one was. And they ended up just drafting the players like that was the first time I watched it where the Sedins got split up, had to play against each other for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. That was that was legitimately the last time I was like, oh, this is awesome. Then everything went to shit. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone agrees that the all star skills competition is better than the games itself. But even that seems like it's been lacking over the past couple of seasons. So I don't know. I, I'm not super invested. I might peek in for a little bit when it comes around, but I'm not going to make any promises on actually being able to see any of it. So how about this for a proposition? Either you bring back the, that drafting format, which I, most players don't want the all They couldn't care less. Like, they really couldn't. A lot of guys use that time if they're not going to go on vacation with their families and stuff. So they'd rather do that. But if you're going to keep it, Either bring back that draft format or just make it like a like a young guns thing. Like make it like it's it's twenty five and under. So those people they don't really have um, as established families as, as a lot of the older guys. Some guys of course do, but it's more of an older guy thing in the league. So those young guys they they, they can go you know to a cool place like Vegas or or Florida wherever the hell they're gonna you know travel for for the week and they're not gonna you know be as upset. They're they're like oh this is this is awesome. I'm playing in an NHL All Star game getting all the stuff paid for, like, you live, like get to be in a cool town for a while. And just let the older guys get that time off. Like, it just makes more sense to me. Yeah, something just has to change because the only fun I've seen out of the All-Star break in recent years is old Trevor Zegras and Jack Hughes having the time of their lives and, you know, the shootout tournament and everything like that. Like, and that's cool that's, to see. 100%. And that's exactly what, like, the young guys, those two young players, two young superstars enjoyed it. Like, make it that. Yeah. I don't know. They got to change something. But... Let's talk about the initial rosters. What do we have here? Also, planning some new events in jerseys? Yeah, so I'll just, uh, oh, God, I'm yawning. <sighs> the lack, you know, they're getting in late and a little bit of lack of sleep was, was getting tough on me. But I'm just going to rip through the rosters real quick, just kind of say some names, and then we don't really have to count on much. Just kind of inform you guys in case you haven't haven't heard of or seen them, then, then we can talk more about the potential events or jerseys. But for the Atlantic, Linus Olmark, Tage Thompson, Dylan Larkin, Matthew Kachuk, Nick Suzuki, Brady Kachuk, Nikita Kudrov, Mitch Marner. From the Metro, Andres Vashikov, Johnny Gaudreau, Jack Hughes, Brock Nelson, Igor Shosturkin, Kevin Hayes, Sidney Crosby, Alexander Ovechkin. From the Central, Clayton Keller, Seth Jones, Kale McCarr, Jason Robertson, Kirill Kaprizov, UC Charles, Vladimir Tarasenko, Josh Morrissey. And from the Pacific, Troy Terry, Nazem Kadri, Connor McDavid, Kevin Fiala, Eric Carlson, Matty Beneers, which is good for him. Uh, Elias Pedersen, Logan Thompson, good for him as well. So, there, you know, there's a couple of cool names here, a couple of younger guys, but um, there's a plenty of players that you would kind of expect as well. Yeah, I feel like the Central sounds pretty fun. It seems like most of the guys in there are pretty young, and that's one team I'm going to be looking out for. But to see Sid and Ovi on the same team, that's always fun as well. Yeah, yeah, it, it is cool. But talking about the jerseys and the events, so apparently it's going to be like a reverse retro-style jersey. Um I saw something that was going to be kind of Miami Vice colors, too. So maybe we'll go back to the, to the 90s jerseys that they did, which were pretty cool, and then do, like, those blue and pink colors. I don't know. But at least it, I should say at, at least it seems like it's going to be something better than what they've done the last few years because, like, they've been they've been horrible the last few years. I've hated them. So maybe this is going to be something in the right direction. Maybe it's going to be horrible. I don't know. But we will see something new. At least there's some change because you're you're so right. The last couple of years have just been such a bore. Like, it's not even interesting to look at. Yeah, uh, 100%. And, and then for the for these new events, um, what what I've seen is not, nothing really specific, but like it could range from like just kind of, you kind of just new random like nothing crazy events like you know just like calculated. And then I saw something that they could be something where they're potentially shooting 
frozen burgers into alligator mouths. That sounds horrible. Yeah, I I was just like, huh? So I don't I really don't know what what to um what to, what to expect for this, but it's gonna it's definitely going to be something that's happening. Let's just put it that way. That. Are they going to have a commentator again on, and then he's just going to oh. be berating the players the whole time? Or That was horrible. Who was it that snapped at him? It was, I think, the Jeopardy host for Canada, or Family Feud host for Canada. It was someone like that. Yeah, yeah. and then what, some some player ended up kind of snapping at him, like, like getting sarcastic back, and the guy got butt hurt. Yeah, he was like, why don't you come down here and do it then? And he, <laughs> yeah, it was just so bad. It was such a bad yeah. look. And, yeah, it was horrible. Um. But I did want to say quickly, the Miami Vice color scheme is one of the coolest color schemes out there, and I would love to see something like that. 100%. All right, finally, let's talk about Shane Wright, the fourth overall pick of this most recent draft, as his struggles seem to continue. He's going back to the OHL, which is kind of what I hoped would happen. If he can't play in the American League, he's better off playing in the OHL than playing six minutes a night in the NHL, so... He had a good tournament at the World Juniors. They can use that momentum to build off off of that build, you know, like a what the hell's word I'm looking for? Build off of that World Juniors. There we go. And have a good, you know, rest of the year in the OHL. That would be him. But fun fact, he's still available on the uh fan vote ballot for the All-Star game because there's still some players that gotta get voted in. So make sure to go vote for Shane Wright. Let's get him in the All-Star game. <laughs> oh man, that's like uh the, John Scott. The, yeah. No, no. Even worse. That's like the MVP with the NFL. Oh. How I forgot yes. who won it. Mitch Trubisky. Was that who won it? Yeah. Yeah. It was Mitch Trubisky. He won it on the losing team. Shane Wright's going to go to the yeah. NHL All-Star game, even though he got sent down. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, it'd be fantastic. So, yeah. Make sure to go vote for Shane Wright. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. We're going to do a hockey name of the day. We've got old Porter Marton. You were so close. Porter Martoni. Oh, Martoni. Yeah, yeah so Porter, uh, he is a 16-year-old, so 2006 birth year, uh, playing in the OHL, was just traded from Sarnia to Mississauga. A uh, solid player, 6'3", 170 pounds, had 13 points in 29 games in Sarnia, um, had a, over 100 points last year playing AAA in Canada at 16U, um, played really well at the U-17s for Canada. Someone that's going to be on the draft radar next season or maybe it's the following season, actually. Yeah, it's the following season because he's a late birthday. So he's got a couple years to really build up the draft stock. I think he's someone that's going to end up as at least a solid draft pick, maybe not necessarily like a top 10 guy by any means. But I think, you know, if he continues developing the right way, he's got, you know, some first-round talent. Uh, if he is out here and actually, you know, does some good stuff, he will always be known to me as Martoni. You know, yeah, that, 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 would, that would be perfect. Got to go with the accent because it just makes it so much better. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out and giving it a listen. Chase, if you could, hit him with an outro. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. Or at go follow WNP on Twitter, WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. Make sure you go to HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts network right there. Boom, click the logo. That's an easy peasy lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, rate us five stars. Send us your questions, comments, concerns. We really appreciate it. Whatever you do, don't forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.